Hello and welcome to another episode in the You Are My Comzera podcast and I'm your host Asif Chowdhury. Today my guest is Faiza Idris, who's a marketing executive at Johnson's Workwear, the UK's number one workwear protective wear and workplace hygiene services provider. That's been written by a comms hero there, definitely, hasn't it? And it's not me. So Pfizer's got eight years of marketing experience, specifically in social media management and content creation, marketing, campaign planning, digital marketing, influencer marketing, and internal communications. She's always been a creative person and knew she wanted a career which lets her use her energy and enthusiasm. She actually wanted to be a kid's TV presenter when she was younger. We might find out a little bit more about that later. So thanks for joining me, Pfizer, and it's great to welcome you as a guest on the podcast. Thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. So we're going to get to know you shortly, but before we do that, on the day of recording, it's your birthday today, so happy birthday and many happy returns. Thank you very much. Yeah, what a, what a day. It's my birthday and I'm getting to record a podcast. It's great. Uh, and we were speaking beforehand and we were talking about whether you brought cake in or healthy stuff and, you know, with all the debate that's going on about cakes and office treats and all the rest of it. And um, you have a mass of visitors who've come in because you've brought cake, which nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I'm very much a believer of calories don't count on your birthday. So cakes all the way on your birthday. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get to know you a little bit then, Pfizer. So we've got, um, uh, let's kick off with, uh, are you an early riser or do you love a lion? Oh, I'd probably say I love a lion. I mean, every once in a while when you have to get up early, I accept it. But if I was to choose, definitely lion. <laughs> okay. Are you a phone caller or a texter? Oh, phone caller. I love a good chat. Probably, probably chat too much. But uh, yeah, very much. I like the communication of talking and uh, listening each other, to each other that way, not a texter. Yeah, and um, do you prefer an ebook or a proper printed book? I've actually recently just got back into reading. Actually, uh, a colleague of mine is a massive reader, and he's been trying to convince me. Um, at this moment in time, I like having a physical book. It, it just the imagination that comes with that. I think is a, a bit stronger than than an ebook. I would say. Yeah. What have you? What's your current read then? I'm reading a book, a fantastic book uh, called. The Hate You Give, um, which is very BLM sort of themed, very, okay. very powerful book. So, yeah, I'm, I'm reading through that at the moment. It's very, very good. The Hate You Give, was that? Yes. Excellent. Okay. And final one, um, Apple or Android? Oh, Android all the way. I've always been an Android person. I've only ever <laughs> yeah. used Apple for work. So, yeah, Android. <laughs> You're booking the trend there because it's usually uh, Apple all the way. But we've had, uh, I've done a couple of recordings already this year. and um, Yeah. Two Android users, so it, yes. it must be a thing now. It must be a thing. So thank you, Pfizer, for sharing all that. And um, we're here because recently you posted on LinkedIn that you um, you were celebrating your one-year anniversary in your current role at um, Johnson's. And I thought it'd be great to get you on the podcast as a guest to just talk about and share your comms hero journey so far because there'll be people who are uh, seasoned veterans to the communications professional look back and think oh um what would i go and tell my younger self if i could go back and also people who are just looking to start in the profession or actually started who probably take a lot of interest in this and um uh, on the journey you've actually gone on so we've got some questions to to pose to you so first of all then Pfizer, how did you get into comms and marketing as a career did you is it is it did you fall into it like most people that I speak to do or did you actually choose it? 
Uh, it's a bit of a funny one, really. I, when I left college and did media, I instantly knew I had to do something creative, whether it's me being a TV presenter or working in some sort of marketing job. That was something I needed. Um, and, you know, advice from my very wise, wise dad was, you can't just go straight into the BBC. You can't just work on CVs. You need a real job. So I got myself just a local job at a housing association, uh, just as a, as a housing admin. Uh, worked there for years and on the side, because I needed that creative kind of buzz, I, I started being a wedding photographer. So I was a little bit like a like a Batman. During the day, I was housing, and at the weekends, the evenings, I was a wedding photographer, and I did that for many, yeah. many years. Uh, worked in housing for a long time, actually. I think it was eight years in total, as well as the weddings on the side. And I think what happened was I was starting to, some of the video and photography started to creep into my housing work, and I was starting to make little videos for presentations and awards. And I started to sort of think, actually, Maybe this is the career that I want. It's not so as well as doing housing. I was good at it and the admin was great. I thought I need to do something creative full time. So I actually decided to kind of take a big leap. And I left a job in housing in 2014 uh, just to pretty much focus on getting something creative. Um, Now, I knew at the time there was marketing jobs in lots and lots of businesses. It wasn't something we talked about in school, but I think I started learning about marketing probably uh, when I was about 18, 19. Um, so yeah, I left I left my housing job and then I was very lucky to actually get an interview for a marketing officer job in a housing association, which was incredible because that's the two things that I wanted in one go. Yeah. Um, so I, I got the job covering mater- maternity cover part-time and that sort of built and built and I became full-time. I then got hired full, you know, permanently uh, and it's that's pretty much where I started. So officially I started as a comms officer in 2015 uh so in a way i kind of did fall into it but also i aimed to get there at the same time uh so yeah that's pretty much where i started yeah great and um uh interesting that uh you were aspiring to the dizzy heights of bbc but feet put firmly back on the ground and having to work your way up and we had a recent um at comter a week last uh, last year in october we had a session which was uh, when I grow up, I want to be a comms hero, which is just, it was really just asking people who are new into or, uh, you know, young members of the comms profession and some experienced ones as well. Just mm-hmm. how could we make this profession one of those that is up there with I want to be a YouTuber or a TikToker yeah. or whatever it might be, you know, just one yeah. of those things you, you want to do and it's on, it's high up there on the list. And, um, you know, how, how good would that be in a, 10 years time if that or even shorter if that was the case so you mentioned children's tv presenter so are there any particular shows that you would you know if you could be on any show which one would it be it'd have to be something craft related i love crafts i am crafting stuff all the time whether it's rhinestoning a pair of jeans or putting glitter on shoes or making things for my colleagues for people's birthdays it's yeah it's something i'm quite a bubbly personality and i love working with children and, you know, many, many people, even though they don't know that's something I wanted to do, I've said, you'd be great at that. Um, so, yeah, initially, I, I really wanted to be a TV presenter or a fashion designer. Uh, and, and TV presenter was definitely something I, I wanted to do. But I've not got there just yet. I'm starting to do a little bit of presenting in, in, in work, but not for kids just yet. So you never know, it might happen still. Excellent. Well, we'll watch out for you. So um, uh, before Pfizer was famous, we got her on the comms of a podcast. So we're the lucky ones. <laughs> so tell us then, which which parts of comms and marketing do you like the most and uh, which ones do you like the least? The most I would have to say is 
I love that you can just think outside the box for so many things. I think that that sort of stuff is encouraged within comms and marketing. I think you can work for so many jobs and it's very kind of regimented. There's very much that's the standard or that's the route that we take. And, you know, any ideas outside of that is a bit tricky because we've tried and tested it. It doesn't work. But I found through my kind of marketing career that actually those wacky ideas that I have in the middle of the night while I'm brushing my teeth or while I'm doing something else, they are encouraged. And actually, those are the kinds of ideas that people want it's you know the fun stuff the wacky stuff the things that nobody else has thought of uh, and for me that's really great because that's very much how I work you know I I, <laughs> I recently uh, we were told that we were going to do some sort of poem at Christmas last year a Santa workwear related poem and for some reason my best ideas of the whole poem came at 1 30 in the morning just one night <laughs> I thought of the poem I wrote it down and we went with it and, and worked with it as a team uh, but I love that, though. I, I love that when we come up with some sort of campaign, I can just go, how about that? Uh, and people love that. So, yeah, that's definitely my favourite part is is the creativity and the wacky ideas are, are encouraged. Yeah. And uh, we're talking, we're kicking off the season in 2023 with uh, Clar- Clarissa Langham. And that's she's talking about rest and recharging and relaxation and what benefits it has for creativity. And you mentioned exactly there, those moments that you're actually not forcing creativity mm-hmm. and you're allowing your mind to just you know just go where it needs to go or where it wants to go more importantly and that's when those best ideas tend to come up and we you know we have creatives here at resource that um you know scheduling time for thinking you can't it's not something you just switch on you need time for no. it to kind of rummage around in your head really and let ideas flow absolutely i find it really funny when i, I tell people that i don't switch off that's an honest truth I've never been able to switch off necessarily and people find that really odd oh god you not want a hot bath or just sit in pajamas or lounge around but I find that because I'm so kind of my brain is always so active and I'm always thinking of things that's what puts me one step ahead of some things it's almost like I've already thought of something that I can then use on another project uh, and I feel like it's a little bit of a superpower in a way um you know me switching off yes it has its downsides of a little bit hyper I'm sure my siblings and my parents would love for me to switch off a little bit, but actually it's a benefit for me in my job. Uh, so I, I actually prefer to be more switched on. Good on you. Yeah. I think a lot of creatives that I've met over the years are like that. That You know, comms is a, just inherently part of the always on culture. I think that's why mental health and well-being is an important part that, you know, people in comms the comms profession have to recognize and it is being recognized very widely now and rightly so because you're constantly looking that creativity creativity is a natural thing what do you like the least about comms and marketing i would probably say the misconceptions that still are around about marketeers and marketing as a job and and what we do you know i've worked in it for a while now even to this day we always have to fight a little bit to explain that what we're doing isn't just a doss around it's not easy work. It's not just us scrolling through Facebook all day. There's so much more to it. And, you know, having to prove that sometimes it's almost, it feels like you're having to show off a little bit extra than you normally would, or you have to shout a bit louder about what you're doing, but it's part and parcel of the job. You know, uh, an example is uh, a colleague of mine is currently working on a catalog and, you know, the, the model's hand is kind of not right. So I spent my uh, Friday taking a picture of his hand so he could remodel this image. Uh, and, you know, it's little things like that that people don't think that's the kind of work that goes into what we do. Um, or the content creation. I think content creation is such a underrated skill. Uh, people just think you can come up with content for anything. 
out of anywhere uh and you know that that people just think that's an easy skill but actually it's, there's a lot of work that goes towards content creation and marketing marketing in general um so yeah i'd say that's probably my least favorite part is having to constantly tell people actually i am busy yeah. i have a lot of work to do there's a lot involved in what i'm doing it's not just the coloring in department and various of the slogans that we've got on many comms hero t-shirts um can you just yeah. pretty it up and can you just this and can you make it go viral and can you put yeah. it on the homepage etc cetera, etc cetera. there's so many that uh, I'm sure lots of the listeners will be uh, nodding in agreement and inspired by what you just said there that, that the least um, you know nice part of the job is continual justification to mm-hmm. uh, to people who don't necessarily understand what it is that we as comms and marketers do okay yeah. so tell us then Pfizer would you do anything differently if you could go back to the start of your career in 2015 and your first comms job? I think I've thought about this recently, actually. I've been thinking about the journey that I've been on and, the, you know, the different jobs I've done, the sort of the way I've got to where I am right now. You know, initially, earlier on, I thought, oh, I wish I could have done things differently. I wish I'd spoken up a bit more. I wish I had tried this. But actually, in you know, in hindsight, I am happy with the way I went about things. I'm happy that I started off in housing and marketing. I thought that was a brilliant start. I'm happy that I had to go through a couple of different jobs to get to where I am. I'm very much a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I am where I am today due to not just my own hard work, but the support that I've had through my managers and my colleagues and my very skilled marketeers that I've worked alongside uh, in all of those jobs. You know, I've learned about video editing and, you know, bits about photography, copywriting, digital marketing, just all the skills that I'm kind of now able to do. It's all stuff that I've learned through my, my jobs. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say I wouldn't change anything. I'm pretty pleased with the way it's happened, and I'm very happy where I am right now. That's a great answer because you kind of have that um, temptation to, you know, go back so many years and think, oh, I would have done this differently and that differently. It's just quite refreshing to hear somebody who said, no, actually, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the, what I've done, and um, yeah. uh, maybe we'll interview on the Comtero podcast if we're still going another ten years' time and see if that's still <laughs> the same answer. Um, and if you if you're continually happy, which I'm sure you will be, so no, it's a refreshing um, answer there. So tell us what are your top three tips then for young comms people. I would say, as I mentioned earlier, don't be afraid to be creative. Don't dismiss your wacky ideas and your silly kind of thoughts. Get them out there because out of those 10 wacky ideas may come one or two fantastic kind of ideas that then become something. And, you know, that could save a campaign that could make that campaign different. It makes it stand out. So I would say, you know, we all do this. We think, oh, is that a good idea, really? And, you know, I spent a lot of my, my time throughout my career thinking that. Is that a good idea? Do you think they'll take that? And, you know, I've, I've through age and growing up and, and learning that actually that's what people want. You know, that that's now taught me actually those ideas that have is something that somebody else hasn't thought of and that's what makes you stand out so don't be afraid to be creative and be yourself i would say firstly um number two i would say be prepared to learn outside of work as well you know as much as it is great to learn through work and you do things through work and through your colleagues and your job you know don't be afraid again to take extra courses watch extra webinars you know if there's things going on anything you can attend anything you can watch uh, take that all in, soak it in, because eventually you will be you'll be using that in your career going forward. 
that's something I've I've sort of done. I didn't start doing that earlier on in my career. I thought, you know, it's fine. It's just work. But actually growing up again, I've now started to do extra things and, you know, learn extra things that are now helping me where I am now. Um, and number three, I'd say it's quite similar. I would say don't be afraid to volunteer for things. Don't be afraid to ask questions uh, because some people assume you know something or you're good at something doesn't mean you are. So if you're unsure, if you want to learn more about something, just speak up because I'm sure the other person's always grateful to have an extra hand and, you know, you volunteering for something just shows your eagerness and keenness to do more. Um, again, that's something I've tried to do throughout my career is just do more, you know, go above and beyond. Um, and, you know, you never know that might then put you forward for a potential promotion or any any kind of opportunity that comes up in the team further down the line. Yeah, brilliant. And you mentioned in there about the second point about um, doing learning or in our world, CPD, so continual professional development. Mm-hmm. So what kind of resources have you come across that you've been able to uh, tap into to for this learning? Is it professional membership body learning resources and your own? What kind of advice can you give to the listeners? Yeah, so I, I was very lucky uh, to do a CIM level four in digital marketing many years ago. That's something that I did through work, but it, it took my own time outside of work to attend that and do the assignments, do the research, do the projects. So that was kind of something I did through work. Um, I also use frequently the digital, uh, the Google Digital Garage, uh, which has plenty of courses on there, whether it's digital marketing or specifically social media, SEO, PPC, that sort of stuff. Uh, HubSpot, I know, is very, very good for courses as well. There's lots of things for a variety of skills and interests on there as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of courses as well and, and attending uh, sessions, you know, regularly I, I Google what's coming up in my area to attend, you know, little marketing courses or marketing speakers, uh, that sort of thing. So I just say keep doing that. And there's plenty going on for free as well. There's not a lot of, you know, people automatically say, oh, it costs a lot of money. I can't afford it or my business won't pay for it. But there's lots of things going on for free. And I would recommend that you regularly check what's happening in your area. You know, there might be something around the corner that you can just go to and that you might learn something there that changes your job completely. No, thanks for sharing that and some good advice there for people. So professional learning, but also lots of free resources that are available. And who knows, we may be in a few years time doing training courses through TikTok. Who knows? Um, Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, so... What does 2023 then hold for you, Pfizer, and what are your comms and marketing plans for the year ahead? I I would really love to focus uh, on an area that I haven't kind of done too much on, and that's the digital marketing space, uh, SEO, PPC, paid adverts. That's something I'm really now honing on in on. It's, it's a skill that we uh, are kind of missing a little bit of in our team, but we want to now gain because it just makes you an all-around fantastic team. Um, you know, we've got the video skills in-house, we've got photography, we've got copywriting, we've got design. It's now that little digital marketing arm that I really want to kind of uh, get hold of. Um, and, you know, for me personally, lots more video work. I'm very passionate about filming and editing and the whole producing and that sort of side of stuff. So more of that for me would be fantastic. Um, and just sort of le- just learning. I'm very much one of those people that will always learn. I don't sort of you know shy away from learning more learning new skills learning from my colleagues my peers so you know if I can get kind of 
more learning in this year as well that's even better so yeah that's that's what I'm thinking for this year okay so yeah just adding more to your skill set and learning and um, uh, I'm, I'm sure progressing further into your career will uh, no doubt come hand in hand with that so that's been really fascinating to hear that journey and I'm sure you know uh, many listeners and myself included will be inspired by uh, the journey and it's it's a real journey it's one that you've gone on and one that you've shown progression throughout but not without putting the time and energy into that yourself as well both inside and outside of work so lots of good takeaways there for people so we met didn't we Pfizer at um, a comms hero event back in 2017 now in Manchester so you're part of the community so why is comms hero important to you would you recommend people in comms and marketing to be part of it it's great because like you said it's a community it is a real community I found that you know, it's one of those things where if there's something you don't know or if there's something you want to learn more about, there's always somebody out there that has that knowledge or skill. Um, and, you know, it's a real helpful environment. No one sort of shies away from helping. No one sort of says, oh, no, that's my job. I'm not going to help you with that. There's no competition necessarily. It's very much a team effort. It feels like all of us marketeers and comms heroes are all in one bubble and we all want to help each other. Uh, and, you know, I, I like that. I think it's it's really it's a nice feeling that you know if I'm stuck with something or if I've got a question I can just pose it out there and somebody will always know the answer or if they don't they'll help you find it um and you know if if that's something that you want if you like that kind of community feel then that's I would recommend it absolutely well thank you and it's great to it's great to hear that and it is a fantastic community where you're you're absolutely right people are uh, willing to share and help others uh, irrespective of whether in the same organization or not same sectors mm-hmm. just to give them a, a leg up and put some advice but also then go to that same community for advice and support when they need it as well so no it's definitely been part of that and we're entering our ninth year in 2023 as well as a community so wow. uh, long may it continue so Pfizer it's been as I say it's been absolutely fascinating and we're talking about community and connection it's important we want people to connect with you so how can people connect with you? What are your social handles? Uh, the best way to connect with me is probably on LinkedIn, I would say. So just search my full name, Pfizer Idris, and uh, you'll find me there. Uh, you should be able to recognize me because I've got very big curly hair. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the best channel to connect with me on. Great. And you'll find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, and on our website, comzero.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at comzero. And if you do listen on Spotify and Apple, please do leave us a rating and review. And also uh, follow the podcast as well, and you'll be kept up to date with new episodes. And if you do fancy yourself in the guest hot seat like Pfizer's done on this, uh, this recording, Drop us a line, drop me a line on LinkedIn or Twitter, DM is fine. And um, if you're passionate about a comms subject, just tell me about it and let's see if we can get you on in 2023. So Pfizer, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. No problem. Thank you very much for having me.